chapter two of the story of edison and the wonders of electricity by frank mundell this librivox recording is in the public domain a dutch scotsman now that we have introduced the hero of our story let us for a moment glance at the history of his family nearly three hundred years ago the dutch established a settlement on manhattan island at the mouth of the newly christened hudson river they built a fort to protect their traders and gave it the name of new amsterdam about fifty years later this settlement which had grown into a town came into the hands of the british and its name was changed to new york it is to-day the largest city in america and one of the largest in the world though the greater part of north america had become british dutch emigrants still continued to cross the atlantic and settle among their countrymen in seventeen thirty seven a family named edison was among the number and john edison became a famous banker in new york in seventeen sixty five there were thirteen colonies in north america south of the st lawrence and the great lakes the colonies were of a mixed nationality british french dutch and swedes but all were under british rule and proud of their connection with the greatest country in the world in an evil hour the british parliament decided to tax the american colonies and a great quarrel broke out between the colonists and the mother country the americans absolutely refused to be taxed without their own consent they did not send members to the british parliament and therefore they declared that there should be no taxation without representation war followed and many battles took place with varying success george washington came to the front and under his able leadership the americans at first held their ground and then were successful in finally defeating the british at yorktown in seventeen eighty one in january seventeen eighty three a treaty of peace was signed at paris in which the independence of the united states was acknowledged since then it has been a separate country and ruled over by presidents elected by the people john edison the dutch banker was in favour of british rule and did not agree with those who advocated separation with many others called united empire emigrants or loyalists he left the states and took up residence in nova scotia by this action he was entitled to receive six hundred acres of land for himself four hundred for his son samuel and two hundred for each of his son's children in eighteen eleven he claimed the land 
but he was not successful in obtaining it he and his son lived to a good old age and were both over one hundred years old when they died samuel edison the second the grandson of john lived at bayfield on lake erie but while remaining in canada he had no great affection for the government he could not forget the wrongs of his family the land to which they were entitled had never been made over to them the dissatisfaction of the canadians at length induced a rebellion and several strong positions were taken and fortified against the government troops the americans gave the canadians some assistance and for a time matters looked serious but in the end the government put down the rebellion and peace was restored the caroline a vessel which the americans had used to carry stores to their friends was seized by the british set on fire and sent over niagara falls one of those who took a leading part in the rebellion was samuel edison of bayfield the grandson of the loyalist banker he was evidently a man of mark among his fellows we are told that he was six feet tall and straight as an indian supple of muscle and strong of limb he ranked among the finest athletes of the day and had no peer in swift and protracted running he became a captain in the rebel forces and was one of the most energetic in action when the rising proved a failure the leaders endeavoured to escape the consequences of their action a general stampede of rebels took place and there was a race for life over the border samuel edison had before him a journey of nearly two hundred miles and until he had accomplished that distance he never stopped for food or rest not until he had crossed the river st clair did he feel safe from those who were now his most deadly enemies those who were not as successful as edison were either executed or banished the property of the rebels was also destroyed by fire it is a curious fact that the land awarded to the grandfather for his loyalty became the cause of the grandson's rebellion which ended in forcing him to flee from the country of his adoption samuel bids fair to equal his forefathers in length of life he is still alive and at the present time of eighteen ninety five at the age of ninety he is vigorous in body and mind samuel while in canada married nancy elliot who belonged to a scottish family that had lived some time in the new world she was therefore a canadian by birth and of scottish parentage she had received a good education and was for some years a teacher in a canadian high school 
she is described as a sweet-tempered woman of rare abilities and well qualified to educate and train her children after staying a short time at detroit samuel removed to milan erie county ohio and there on the eleventh of february eighteen forty seven his son thomas alva edison was born at this small lake port thomas spent the first seven years of his life and at an early age gave evidence of the genius which has made him the most famous inventor the world has ever seen before he was six years old he showed much interest in the faithful manner in which a goose sat day after day on the eggs she was hatching and when at length her patience was rewarded and the family of goslings appeared he was astonished to learn that the heat of the mother bird's body had produced this result how long he pondered over this his first lesson in organic chemistry we are not told but one day he was missing and an anxious search in every likely place proved vain at length his father happened to go into the barn and there he found his enterprising son sitting on a batch of eggs which he had collected he was actually trying to hatch them when thomas was seven years old a new railway so affected the trade of milan that his father decided to remove to port huron in michigan here the edisons lived in a large white farmhouse which overlooks the river that forms part of the boundary between canada and the united states in his new home the intelligent lad received instruction from his mother who was his only teacher except for one short period of two months at school the boy's thirst for knowledge soon showed itself in the books he not only read but endeavoured to master before he was ten he had gone carefully through hume's history of england d'aubigny's history of the reformation the penny encyclopaedia Year's dictionary of the sciences sears history of the world and newton's principia he also set himself the task of reading all the books in the detroit free library and he succeeded in getting through fifteen feet of books without passing over a single word in any one of the volumes it is said that young as he was he could refer to the very page in any book he had read which contained a passage or an incident in which he was interested these ponderous volumes scarcely seemed to be just the stuff to sharpen a boy's wits and yet it was at this time that he was acting as train boy and reaping the benefits of his own ingenious contrivances to create a boom in newspapers end of chapter two